Welcome to the reboot of the Generic Board Game Podcast. Today is March 16th, 2020. We recorded this episode eight days ago. Since then, the coronavirus has spread. Colleges have closed. I've had to take my daughter out of college. Schools have closed. Buildings and, and cities have gone into lockdown. Major public events have been suspended. Borders have been closed. With all of that, we wish you to be safe and most importantly, healthy. And while you're sitting at home, always be gaming. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome to the Generic Board Game Podcast, all the board gaming content you want at a fraction of the price. This is your European host, Vic from NaveCon. And here we are. We're back. Barely. Just about. Who are you again? I don't remember. My wife <laughs> doesn't remember. Uh, this is Philip, and we, we checked the records. We, we dusted off the old cobwebs of the various computers and servers and journals, and we have not been around for over 14 months. So where have we been? Do you want to tell them about the prison sentence or <laughs> insider well, dealing, was it? No. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's been tough. I think prison would have been a step up. For those that don't know, uh, I had some family issues that had come up. Um, we had a death in the family of, uh, of someone who was relatively young, and we've been dealing with my father's dementia, ever-increasing dementia. So it's really kind of put a hamper on a lot of things board game related, uh, especially the time commitment and the the work that goes into putting into a podcast because all these podcasts have to be edited. It requires time. And just given where I was professionally and personally, I just didn't have the time for it. I just could not do that. And I have to put food on the table and, you know, podcasting while I enjoy doing it and I enjoy doing it with Vic, uh, it was not something that I, I really had time for. So I had to take a back seat. How about you, Vic? What have you been up to? Mostly I've been working uh, and gaming, luckily enough. Um, I think since we last spoke, there's been two Navecons that have run pretty successfully. Um, in fact, they've run really well. I'll have to take <laughs> your word for how successful it was. Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. They were amazingly successful. <laughs> they were the best games cons in the country. Huge yeah. games. Huge, huge. The best. Huge. The big league games. <laughs> but um, the, uh, what have I been up to? A lot of things, um, holidays, family, you know yourself, you kind of hit it on the head there. It is a bit of a commitment doing podcasts and we have kind of promised we'd, we'd do it again because I think, I don't know, somebody's granny listened to this once by accident and they were <laughs> trying to tune into something religious, I don't know, and uh, they came across this and didn't know what they were doing. So there was a spike of one in the uh, stats. So we said we'd get back to it. It only took 14 months. Um, Work mostly, I guess, and family and so on. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. And it's, um, you know, work can get in the way of a lot of things. And yep. it gets in the way of, even when it isn't even, uh, I think, you know, not to moan or anything, because uh, we're pretty lucky guys, both of us, uh, I think. Well, I am. I mean, I can I'm, see you I'm, on the I'm video. lucky in a lot of respects. Yeah, sure. And But the thing is, like, even if you're not working long hours, your mind is working long hours. and that can affect things you're doing um, and that can put you in certain places and so on. Certainly I know you travel all over the place. So 
Well, since in the 14 months I have a new job in the in the government agency that I work for. Is it a secret agency? Because this, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the popcorn. This sounds really good. Yeah. No, I work for a small government agency that oversees Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and the 11 federal home loan banks. And it's, um, we've had a change of administration and I've been working on um, a bunch of different things. I mean, what I can publicly say is that I have, uh, started working at least on a one-year detail with the Office of Congressional Affairs. And this mean, this does not mean that I'm having affairs with Congress people. It means okay. that I handle uh, congressional requests to our agency and help them with everything from data requests, providing technical assistance on legislative issues, developing relationships with uh, various uh, congressmen and their, their staffers, so it's actually been very interesting. It's very different than anything I've ever done before, given my finance economics background. And and then I'm working on some um, research projects for uh, the Office of Director, helping them understand certain aspects of what's going on and just sort of giving them more detail than, than they have the ability, just given all the different things they're working on. So uh, my travel has dramatically decreased um, so I've gone from traveling, you know, two or three times a month, uh, since the beginning of the year, I've gone on two trips once a month, but they were two conferences and those are the only two conferences I'll probably be going to until September. So as far as business travel, I'm not traveling as far as I know until September. And given some of the concerns related to the coronavirus, it's unlikely I'll be traveling, uh, long distances for work for a while mm -hmm. it's very good I, i'm just lazy there's a <laughs> there's a massive difference no um one of the lucky things i do is i still and have continued to do uh run a uh, a thursday night games night in my house and it was funny because on thursday there was a little bit of a reluctance to shake hands or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nobody shake hands anyway, unless you're uh, you got a good reason. Well, I mean, I assume that uh, I haven't read anyway that there's been a, a, a hot site in Ireland up for the coronavirus. So I don't no, know. There's, there's, I think there's a five, eleven or twenty or something people. Have well, oh, so it's about fifty percent of the population then. Well, of where I live, it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this particular island. Um, so they've just shut. They took in the roads and shut down the entire you know county, and, and that's it. Maybe you need a new St. Pat to uh, get rid of all the, you know, yeah. instead why, of snakes, why, now the coronavirus. Why Patty? Because that, that really, you know, enamors you to European problem people if you if you mispronounce it. But yeah, no, the, uh, I think the, in all fairness, I think I could be wrong and I probably am. And by the time this comes out and so on, I think it, it, it's a kind of wait and see. Um, the parades are going ahead because it's a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I think Cork might be shut down, as in the Cork parade. But I'm not oh, really? sure. But it's—I uh, reckon it's—it's um, it's a great excuse for anybody who doesn't really want to go to work. Um, you know, it's—it's a—it's like Good Friday. Suddenly, people become religious in Good Friday when they want the day off. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, you knew the reference that was good. Well, yeah. you know, I—I did—I did grow up in. <laughs> I did grow up in New York. There are a few Irish in New York. Uh -huh. 
And so one or two. Yeah, yeah just one or two. And so I, uh, I, I learned a little something from all of my Irish American friends. You have been doing, I see you a lot on the internet, not on that particular site, but on the uh, gaming related site. It's a specialist thing. You make money. Look, I, I got to respect that. The, um, <laughs> but showing off your trophy again, not that site, you know. <laughs> the, yes. um, you've been, what was it? Going around, showing off that. Now, I like to lord it over people, but you've taken it to a new level with... <laughs> Baseball so what it, 2049 or, or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. for my um, cricket loving, soccer loving uh, European friend, what, or maybe hurling, I don't know, whatever you. Hurling is the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah hurling. There you go. I, I knew I'd eventually stumble on the right, yeah, right Irish sport. Pilot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I'm a Tipperary cat fan. So. Excellent. Yeah. Apart from it being Kilkenny and I'm oh, Kilkenny. Gosh, God, God, it's okay. Right. Listen, you know, keep it going. Keep it going. Nobody yeah, knows. I've, I've actually been to a Kilkenny Cats game and for some, but they were playing Tipperary. So that's probably ah, yeah, playing yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Anyway. Uh, so in July of last year at the Dice Tower uh, convention, which was now going to be called Dice Tower East, we had a world championship of baseball highlights 2045 in which I won it for the second time in a row. And this year we had decided to have a stupid little trophy that was pre-World War II to give to the winner. Now, I didn't think I was going to win it. There were 32 people there. I won it. I was interviewed on the Dukes of Dice podcast, episode 204. And this sort of comedy bit came up between Alex Goldsmith and myself, where the more I talked about the win, the more upset he got. And it was sort of, an homage to Bob Euchre, for those of you who are in America and remember those Miller, uh, Miller Lite commercials from the 1970s. It's kind of a parody of that, as well as the Lord Stanley trophy in uh, the American Hockey Leagues. And what happened is I took a picture with me getting the trophy. Just at that moment, Tom Vassell of Dice Tower came walking by, asked what was going on. We told him, he says, you want a picture? I said, sure. But we took a picture, a normal picture, everybody's smiling. And then I said, hey, how about taking a picture where I'm really happy and you look like you want to be anywhere else but next to me? So we took that picture. That's the one I posted, got a bunch of reactions. And then I started just saying, all right, let's see how long I could do this. And I started <laughs> taking this picture in different situations, me being really happy and everybody else around me looking like they wanted to be anywhere else but next to me. <laughs> I took it. Uh, a couple that are my favorite. I took one for um, in my local game store, Labyrinth in Washington, D.C. It's a fantastic game store. I really do go there a lot. And we got the entire store on a game night to get involved where everybody looked upset. So that was a great picture. I took it to my 35th high school reunion. Uh, fortunately, I went to a math and science high school. So they're all a bunch of nerds. They all kind of knew about this. And they all really wanted to get into the picture. So I took that. I did that one. And then um, I've been doing it with other board gaming celebrities. I've done it with uh, Richard Hamm of Rado Runs Through It. I've done it with Z Garcia of Dice Tower. I've done it with various board game designers like uh, Yuli Brenneman of uh, Spielworks. I've done it with um, uh, Rachel... Blask of the, the the people who make the Mint Tin series, you know, Mint Works and Mint yeah, Control yeah, yeah. and so forth. 
Uh, I've done it with Debbie Monahan of the people who make Star Realms. So uh, I've done it with um, Raymond Chandler III, who uh, published, who self-published and designed um, City of the Big Shoulders. I've done it with Cole Worley, uh, who's designed PAX Premier 2.0, Root, Oath, and a lot of other games. I've really gotten around, so, <laughs> and I've been posting this once a week uh, since July 4th weekend, and so it's very tiring, and part of me wants to, like, give it up, because it is a lot of work, but it's not as much work as editing a podcast. <laughs> it's kind of like the, uh, it'll become like the was up from Budweiser. And yeah. In fact, that's what people were saying in the board game group is that it, it, it started out as annoying as the was up, but through its sheer tenacity, it sort of became <laughs> adorable. And now people look for it. In fact, there was one, one week where I didn't post and I started getting uh, private messages. Are you okay? You haven't posted. Is everything okay? Uh, did you die? Are you in the hospital? Do we do we need to send someone to you know come get the trophy to so so someone else can take a picture of it? That's very good. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Did you do anything interesting over the summer? Uh, this summer, uh, well, this summer I, I went to Dice Tower. I went to a bunch of conventions. Um, Dice Tower. I went to BGG, uh, BGG Con in Dallas. It's in their new location. I really liked it. Uh, I also went to. Um, PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia. I really haven't traveled outside of the board gaming world last year. This year, it's just the opposite. I'm going to be traveling mm -hmm. a great deal uh, on personal, you know, on, on, okay, on, yeah, on, yeah. on leisure. But I will be going to very few conventions. I'm going to Origins because the new uh, World Championship for Baseball Holidays 2045 will be at Origins. And then outside of Origins, um, I will probably go to PAX Unplugged because it's on a weekend that's and it's fairly close to where I live. That's really good. That's really good. Um, How about you? What have you been up to for the last travel-wise in, the, in travel the last wise, few? <laughs> the only thing that came close to a gaming uh, event was I was in Vietnam in um, was it last November. Uh, my wife is is big into running, so she was doing a, a mountain marathon, and she persuaded me. And very easy to persuade to do a half marathon in the jungle as well. And we spent a couple of days in Hanoi, and there was a gaming cafe there. Wow. It was open at like half 10 at night down an alleyway past a lot of mopeds. And it was just a bridge too far, if you'll you pardon the metaphor. Like, like going, this could be the coolest game cafe, or we could die. Uh, we didn't go in. The, uh, I did get a picture, and it was the dodgiest looking board game cafe that normally, if it was daytime, I would have gone to. But uh, no, it was a bridge too far. The um, outside of that, I haven't really been at any games con this year, as in twenty twenty, because I'm still mm. thinking of twenty nineteen. Um, I plan to go up to Essen, um, but I'm planning another NaveCon at the end of this month, and then uh, another few and. Um, another one in September or whatever, but I'll probably get in some game cons. I, I don't know if the UK Games Expo is going to happen now with uh, the coronavirus, um, but I don't know. Um, it's one of those ones, if I do go to it, I'd fly in for a day, have a wander around and fly back out. Sure. Because it's very accessible. The UK Games Expo is in 
Um, I always mix them up. It's Birmingham, I think. Oh, yeah, it's and, Birmingham. Uh, yeah, it's Birmingham. And not Lancashire. Not Lancashire. Not Lancashire. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, or <laughs> Manchester. The um, the but you you literally get off the plane, walk down the um, tube, and you're at the the con. Um, so it's very easy one to get in and out of quickly. But we'll see if it goes. And, and it's probably be a last moment thing that I, I jump out and, or jump in and do it. But Essen is planned. Um, there's a few other cons go on around Ireland and so on. I don't, I don't usually attend them. Um, not for just it's kind of hard when you have a young family. So sure, no, I, I, weekend can be tricky. Yeah, I mean we're we're going for uh, we're going on vacation. It's my wife and my thirtieth wedding anniversary oh, wow. uh, at, at the end of at the end of summer, assuming mm. assuming that you know. She doesn't it wise up. And, then, yeah. <laughs> assuming she doesn't wise up and divorce me before then. But gotcha. uh, we're going to Odessa, Ukraine, Vienna, Prague, oh, and Budapest. Oh, and, fabulous. And I've never been to any of those places. My wife left Odessa in 1975 when it was part of the Soviet Union. She has not been back since. And we're looking forward to it. And then we we also got uh, for the American Thanksgiving, which is in late November, we found really inexpensive tickets uh, a few months ago to Jerusalem, uh, to Tel Aviv, uh, direct flight nonstop from Washington to to Tel Aviv for under $670 American round trip per ticket. So mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, that was a, that was a no brainer. So uh, this year is more about traveling internationally with my wife as opposed to doing board game conventions i think you get cheap flights anyway the uh, now <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're looking at southwest and a lot of southwest flights are dirt cheap the uh it's, it's funny because a couple of years back we might talk about it offline uh, myself my wife my two kids i could they were a little bit younger we went um traveling around europe for three three four weeks and we hit prague uh, and then got the night sleeper train down to Budapest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd been in Budapest years ago for a few days to do some work um, with my secret agency. And um, to, to, the uh, Budapest extraordinary. There's a few game shops there worth checking out. Um, yeah, I, I might be able to get some games that, I, that are only you available can, you in can Europe. Work it into the oh look, we just happened to be walking past the game shop. <laughs> yeah, it would seem churlish not to stick your head in, and, and that kind of was. was you know, uh, honey, I, I just had no idea it was here. I just yeah, it just happened on to it. be on Google uh, Google Maps. No, oh yes, yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, there's two or three places there. I, I'd been in one of them, and it's a nice. The, the, it's a nice spot. It, it's uh, Budapest, incredible city, um, well worth. You won't need. Um, anything outside of Google Maps, you don't need, you know, public trans or public transport's fantastic over there, but well worth seeing. Yeah, um, uh, we're, we're we're looking forward to it. So, and I'm also trying to figure out what games I can play that would be very meta. So, David Tucci, who's actually originally from Hungary, from Budapest, hmm. has a game called Knights of Ire, which is about the Budapest Re- Re- Rebellion yes. in 1954. Yes, yes. So yeah. he asked me if I would if I would play Knights of Ire. In Budapest, so that's going to be yeah. probably the one game I'm going to drag to be super meta. That's uh, I keep looking at that game. I saw it in the UK Expo when it came out. I've seen it a few times, uh, and I've been very tempted to buy it. I might just go and buy it because 
it's got one bad guy, or depending on whether you're from Russia or not, the, uh, it's got one uh, overlord, and then you've got three, and that suits me down to the ground. I love those kind of one versus many games. Yeah, yeah, and it, it looks enough, interesting. I, I often play the bad guy, which will surprise you. Oh, yeah, um, it doesn't. No, not at all. What have you been playing? More importantly, you had a whole year. So uh, I won't go every game I've been playing, but I will say that... Uh, 2019, nice. 20, yeah, 2019 outside of the conventions was a very, very slow year for playing games. Hmm. Uh, not nearly as many as I've wanted to play. This year's been a lot better. Uh, one, because I'm not traveling and things with my father have kind of settled. So a uh, few games that I've been playing quite a bit and have enjoyed them quite a bit. I, I have, uh, I've just played my seventh game of PAX Premier uh, okay, wow. this, this afternoon. PAX Premier 2.0 by Cole Worley. It is one of my top two games for 2019. I absolutely love it. I love the idea of shifting alliances that you don't actually care whether the Russians, the British, or the Afghans are in control as long as you're loyal to them when the time is right. And I love the fact that you can assassinate other people's cards, that you can, you can do deals like you do in diplomacy where they don't necessarily have to be followed. And although in your deals, you can't trade money or cards, but it's just this constant back and forth with power. Uh, everybody at the la- everybody has a chance even into the last minute and it doesn't really have a runaway leader problem. And if someone is a runaway leader, they have a mechanism where it just ends the game. Uh, all the cards with one exception are historically accurate. The one card is a fictional character from that time. The art is just absolutely thematic and the board isn't actually a board, it's a rug, like an Afghan oh, rug. Excellent, okay. And uh, we're recording this on um, March 8th. Happy International Women's Day. Fantastic. Uh, uh, but it's, a, um, it's going back on Kickstarter this Tuesday, March 10th. Uh, I've seen this game available for sale for about 130 to 140 bucks. I'm not giving up my copy. And but fortunately they're they're doing a reprint and so I just am I'm trying to get the word out how great this game is. Uh, the other games I've been playing I've been playing uh, Age of Steam, getting back into that, really enjoy that. On Mars, played oh, wow, quite a bit okay. of, of Vital Lacerda, which I think is probably it's his best game. I'm I'm kind of liking it more than Lisboa at this point. Lisboa has a few things that I don't quite like, but. Uh, on Mars is really fantastic. I've played City of the Big Shoulders several times. Um, that tremendous amount of fun. And then just kind of on the lighter side, I've been playing um, Arboretum, which I continue to enjoy. Llama, which is a stupid little game, and I should not like it as much as I do, but I love Llama. It is Uno done right, and it has some really clever decisions in there. And um, what else have I played? I, I, I play, I've played. Um, I've also played some Orleans, which I like. You? Uh, quite a bit. I, as I said, I'm, I'm still quite lucky. Um, outside the Thursday night gaming, there are a few other cells of gamers that play. And I've been on um, at least one trip a few years ago for a friend's uh, stag weekend who was a gamer. We, we rented a, a farm, big farmhouse down in the middle of nowhere uh in wexford and mm-hmm. unless you're from wexford in which case wexford is a wonderful place and uh it's not the middle of nowhere the uh but this is the middle of nowhere and a dozen of us i think it was 14 maybe just played solid gaming um you know from 
Friday afternoon until Sunday morning and stopped a couple of times to go for food and uh, eat. But we played like a dozen games straight through mm -hmm. uh, late night, early starts and so on. And then detox stuff for that. Um, and I got to play a lot of good games. I, like I've, I've, um, I believe it or not, and, and this is something I'm kind of proud of, I've pretty much cleared my shelf of shame. Shelf wow. I call shame, not opportunity, because you have a shelf of shame. I, I don't. The, um, <laughs> so I'm down to about two or three games, uh, all of which will be played, but I made a concerted effort to try and get them played, much to the... Uh, it, and the gamers on Thursday night kind of copped it after a year that I was introducing a new game every week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a lot of them were, got, got played. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff in there that was sitting on the shelf, kind of gathering dust and shouldn't have been. Yeah, that, that's great. I have I have a whole bunch of games that I'm just, I'm starting Send to Send them over through. to me. It's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay the postage. The, um, it's not a problem. <laughs> no, I, have a, I, have a, I have an American address somewhere and uh, you can post it to that and then it'll get reposted to me. It's not, not, not a problem. Um, I played, what did I like? Will I tell you what I did like or didn't like or mix it in there a bit? Um, okay. So one of the games I, I played was Undaunted um, Normandy. Um, there's a new one coming out. I think it's Undaunted Africa, which is like an add-on for it. Uh, same guys that did Escape from Cullets and lovely artwork, very, you know, small footprint, very clever rules. It's a two-player kind of squad-based um, World War II game. I'm surprised at how much is in the box. Hmm. Um, it's a card-driven game, very, very clever. I played it with my kids. They loved it. I really liked it, and I must play it again. But I found a few games that were sitting on my shelf. It's like coming across, like gold was. One of them was um, 1989 Dawn of Freedom, a GMT game. Nope, it's, it's gone back into reprint. It's a sequel uh, to Twilight Struggle. Oh, uh, and it's all set around the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989. Hmm. Um, and it uses pretty much all the, the rules of Twilight Struggle. One or two have been removed. Um, you've got a lot of what's going on going on in this game. The map is obviously different because it's Poland and Romania and so on. Hmm. Um, but that was good. I'm trying to think of what else. Played Tapestry because everybody bought Tapestry. Yeah, did you buy it? No. I bought it. I've played it three times, and I'm probably I'm probably going to sell it. It's uh, the components are amazing. The gameplay is wildly inconsistent and meh. <clears throat> and frankly, there wasn't a lot in the way of interesting decisions in my book. Mm. And if I never play it again, I won't miss it. Yeah, it's a funny one. Wingspan, I played. I'm curious what you think of that because I know what I think of it. Um. It's a great introductory game. Uh, it's a great introductory engine building game. I am, uh, this is going to sound snobbish, but it's, it really doesn't hold any interest to me. I mean, the components are amazing. Jamie, Jamie Stegmaier does amazing uh, games that are wildly popular and for reasons. But it, I've played it a couple times. I've never had an interest to own it. I have no interest in playing it again. I'll play it, you know, if everybody else is playing it, but it's, it's not a game that I'm really going to go out of my way to play. Yeah, that's pretty much me. And the other thing about it was the theme is terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Like, how do you get excited about a French duck? Or, you know, uh, oh, wow, I've got like a, you know, I've got a mallard and maybe I can get, you know, oh, look, I can get a hawk fan 
fantastic. Uh, it's just just the, the team lost it for me. And I, I know it's not all about team because there's a lot of good abstract, but it just I felt it was. Um, yeah, and and okay. I should I, sh- I should say that Elizabeth Hargrave uh, is someone that I'm friendly with. I've, I actually have a picture with her and the and the trophy. Um, she is local to the Washington D.C. area. She's an absolutely lovely person. Um, but yeah, the game just wasn't a game for me. No, it's not for everyone. No, that's fair enough. Uh, the other the other game I wanted to say is two player game. I don't know if you've played Watergate. I haven't, and I really like the look of it. Um, you, I know you've played a couple of times. I haven't seen it for sale, but I haven't looked for it for sale for a couple of months. I saw you playing it and kind of went, yeah, that's that's right up my alley. Yeah, not only did I have I played it and I enjoyed the hell out of the game, but I also wrote the synopsis for of the scandal for the game. So uh, if you take a look at the rule book, the first part of it is the you know how to play the game and 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 the flow of the game. And then there's a whole section on what the actual scandal was. And I did a synopsis of it outside of two grammatical errors. I think it's a pretty good job uh, patting myself on the back. And it, it was a lot of fun to do the research, try to remember all the things that happened uh, during Watergate. I was nine years old at the time, so I didn't have a full understanding or appreciation of it. But the, the, the push-pull of the game is really, really good. It's a, it's a tad bit abstract. But the theming really does kind of work, and it is a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, I, it's one of those. It's on my pickup list. The um, I tend to do a lot of purchasing of games at um, uh, after Navecon, a little bit like a drunken sailor in a brothel with a you know <laughs> with a pocket full of money. Where I wind up, I sell games. It's like a horse trading thing, where a lot of people sell board games and buy board games. So you yeah. know, wind up with cash that. You know, you have to get rid of <laughs> Yeah, before the wife takes it, I get it. Yeah. Well, so, uh, not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> International it. Women's Day. Uh, exactly, exactly. And they, and they yeah. keep us in, in check as we need it. Um, at least I do. So, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about, at least offline, is uh, what, what, it, what happens when life hits. I mean, I've, I've had some pretty heavy stuff hit. You know, Vic, you've been real busy with work. Um, mm doing your thing, trying to provide for Lazy your family. as well, don't forget that. Yeah, and, 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 the, and the absolute laziness piece of it as well. So I, I guess the question is, is what do you do when life overtakes your board gaming? I mean, because okay. that happens to me. I'm sure it happens to you. So, I mean, what are some of the things that you do when, when that happens, when you can't make your normal Thursday night group in, at your house? Do you have to do something else? So what are some of the things that you do to keep your sanity? Um, and it is a kind of sanity thing. Um, and 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 just not to avoid your question or whatever, but the uh, I do think it's important if you game and it's part of your routine and and so on. Um, it is a kind of it's 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 a it's a timeout from everything else. I tend to play games online, and um, so I've found what's what's pretty good. It's not, um, it's more methadone than um, <laughs> you know anything else. Uh, is I, I find some of the competitive games online with friends like um, Through the Ages is a mm. really, really good. I mean, I'm still playing it. In fact, there's a couple of games running at the moment and there's a, like, it's a great one for kind of knitting together friends and so on that are into gaming. And there's just that right edge of menace and competition to, to keep people coming back. 
And Star Realms is another one that was very good. Something you can um, you can knock out a turn um, when you're sitting on the toilet, I guess. No, when you're uh, don't 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 do that. The um, but one that you can have a quick turn of when you're stuck at the traffic lights or um, mm-hmm. and so on. Um, I would. Uh, I guess it's like ABG, you always be gaming, even if you can't, or you try and fit games in somewhere else. I, I've, you've got to actively search for it. Um, I mean, I'm sure around where you live or in the city and so on, there are games going on every night somewhere. And if you tap into that, you'll find it. But mm. um, if not, you retreat and you learn rules. Um, I've never, um, I've never really taken an interest in solo games. Um, the but I know it's it's popular. Like uh, I have friends that are big into solo games. I, again, that's factor in the whole laziness thing of setting up a board game and right. um, and so on. But what I've certainly done is, uh, if you're not actually gaming, you, sh- you can be preparing for games. Mm. Um, go away, take down a board game off the shelf, and I find watching videos and so on, it's not the same. You know, it's it's you're kind of planting for you know harvest season, if you will. What about you? I mean, you've had a like a, a frost on your gaming for the last year or two. Yeah, I, I really have. Um, and and I and I think you're dead on. I mean, I I I use gaming a to restore my sanity, somewhat my faith in humanity uh in a lot of respects especially with this <laughs> yeah, uh, never gamed pro- in my group yeah <laughs> <laughs> now e- even with them lying and cheating at least they're doing it within the the realms of the rules and you know why they're doing it mm-hmm. as opposed to you know the political uh situation here in the united states with uh, such heavy partisanship the um but you're right i mean it's 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 really hard so uh, there are games that i do play online um, I do play a little bit of baseball highlights 2045 online, mm. uh, play a little bit of star realms online. I haven't, I do have the app, but I really haven't sat down and started really playing the solo version of through the ages. Uh, cause it's, it's a game that's going to require a little bit of a, of a teach, but there's a couple of things I do. One is I, I do get to play some smaller games with my wife, um, games that are typically under two hours and, so I am getting some of that. I do have some gaming friends locally, um, uh, two board gamers, uh, the Instagram uh, couple uh, out of Arlington, Virginia. I, I play games with them. We play at a couples when we have time. So that'll happen like once a quarter maybe. I do get to play a little bit, but what I, but like you, what I, there are a couple things that I do. One is I do play somewhat electronically. Um, I do learn rules. I, last year I went out of my way to find a way of printing Glory to Rome. I now have a copy of Glory to Rome. It's a great game. Okay. It's it's broken in the most beautiful of ways, but it it's it's broken just right. And 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 it does have a runaway leader problem once you get the right set of cards together. Mm-hmm. But at that point, the game's almost over. You can really cut the game very very short. Um, but the other thing that I do, which also helps keep my sanity, besides watching video, you know, gaming videos and learning gaming mm-hmm. videos as well, is um, I like to build inserts for Ooh. for board games. And so, you know, I can do that while watching TV, while on the phone. It's something. It's almost like knitting. It's like a board game mm-hmm. version of knitting. Mm-hmm. So I get these kits either from Meeple Realty or uh, Broken Token. 
Um, mm-hmm. Most of them are Meeple Realty because I like the way they, you know, they do it. They, they, I like kind of the, their style of doing things. And, and I put them together and it takes time and it's a little bit of woodworking. It's a little bit of uh, figuring out how all these things go together. It's not always clear or easy to put things together. For instance, I recently put together the city of the big shoulders insert that just came out from Meeple Realty. Mm. And while it is a brilliant design, especially the way they have the stock car, they put all these stock cards in a, in a, in a little holder, but the holder will uh, move so that it becomes tiered. So it's very easy to pull out the cards while that is Awesome. Putting it together was complicated and, and the instruction set was not as clear as I think it could have been. Uh, and it required a lot of work and I had to re-glue some things and, you know, clamp them and it took a while. But at least I'm doing something board gaming related and it is cathartic to, to build mm. these, these kits. You know, it's sort of like when you build model airplanes or you're, mm-hmm. or you're doing, you know, uh, miniature train model trains or Legos. Yeah, exactly. So I, it, it was just, um, it was really kind of cool. Uh, so, so those are the things that I do. And, and of course, uh, when I travel, I try to take a couple small games with me. I'll take, you know, recently I've been taking llama and arboretum. They fit very easily in my backpack or anything else that I take. So I, I just try to do that. Try to keep mm-hmm. it simple, play at least something. Uh, occasionally I can get to play a game at work. So that, that works as well. It's, it's a kind of funny thing, but I find if I miss a game, like if I don't game for a week or two, it, it does bring me down. Like I'm, 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 I'm chomping at the bit to game after, you know, it's like a priest being celibate at the end for, for far too long. The, uh, but, I found that um, actually what we must uh, do at some stage is a, an episode on blinging games, just mm-hmm. you're talking about Meeple reality and so on. Cause yeah. it's something I kind of started in the last few years as well. It? It, it's actually Meeple realty, not Meeple reality, but your real team, it may be somebody else's reality. <laughs> but the, um, uh, I suppose at the end of the day, we are always gaming even if we're not doing it with other people, then there are more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly the internet has provided a lot of opportunities for a long time. I used to be a big um, Magic the Gathering player. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I wasn't like big as an overweight or anything. I was just big into it. And uh, I used to play it online as well, early internet. And, you know, it was totally kind of like mind-blowing that I could play some guy in Spain. Right. And so on. And there's loads of gamers out there. There's loads of... Um, Again, I think maybe we'll have a chat at some stage about online gaming because I've played some interesting stuff. I had a virtual reality set up and I was playing X-Wing on that where you're oh, wow. physically picking up the pieces and so on. So there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Um, always be gaming. Yeah, I, I guess that's it. Always be gaming. And, and, I've, and I've done some other things. Um, a friend of mine has a video channel called Quackalope. Right. Okay. On YouTube, and he does right for you, wrong for you videos. Um, I've so far I've done uh, three published videos and one video that's going to be coming out shortly. Uh, two of those videos are related to my baseball highlights championship. One is <laughs> me and my character uh, as the socially clueless, uh, brilliant champion, and the other one is 
me my normal social clueless self. So it's it, it, or I'm teaching the game and showing you what the game is. You stretched and, yourself as an actor, right there. You know, that's what you got to do. You got to just go out there, inhabit a character. It doesn't matter what that character is. Inhabit it. Try to be the best character you can be, and then you just go forth and you do good. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, there um, you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. Yeah, but always be gaming and always be thinking. Always about be gaming. gaming. Like if you can't be gaming with someone else, um, love the game you're with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, well, we're going to get into a people. lot of trouble for that yeah, one, I think. That's it. The, uh, in fact, anytime I open the glove compartment in, which would be the glove in America, um, there's a copy of mint work sitting in there just in case I get, you know, snowed in or something, which doesn't happen. Uh, and I need to game. There's, there's an emergency break the glass game in the car at all times. Yeah. yeah I, I've never thought of mint works as the break the glass emergency right. game. I actually, that is a game that I also keep with me. I have mint works. Um, I have the pickup and del- uh, mint delivery. Mm. Um, I have a running joke with, uh, Rachel Blask saying, you know, you should also have a, a, a mint golf, a mini golf game too called mint tin cup. And she's like, yeah, that's going to happen real soon. Uh, <laughs> not at all, but you know, look, I mean, there's, there's a lot of smaller games that play that play well and give you a lot of challenge. I mean, I used to carry um, tiny Epic galaxies with me because it has a great solo version and it mm. is a good game. Um, it's probably the, in my opinion, the best of the tiny Epic series. There's a lot of bang for your book, and just a reference there, the fact that you had recommended a couple of games, and they were absolutely great. Arboretum was oh, yeah. just played in. And you see, you need to um, understand Irish begrudgery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I know it well. I think I know well. When it comes to Arboretum, that's it. I mean, I played a game <laughs> where someone had like three points but one of the other player had 15 points just to stop him. <laughs> the, uh, out of a game where maybe there's, you know, 30 points possible. Like, you know, but, uh, that's, I think the last game I played of the game before that, somebody won and their score was two. Yep, I've, I've had that. I've had that where, where only one actually scored uh, he scored yeah yeah one path actually scored yeah no there's uh, sounds there's, like my uh, student nights yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, yeah. uh again we're gonna get into a lot of trouble on international women's day okay. but <laughs> yeah. nobody listens yeah <laughs> well i think we've played that out um yeah. so you know look folks when life hits you and it will hit you at some point and Board gaming has to become second place or even third place just due to the realities of what you have to, to do. And, and look, board gaming is a hobby. It's not a necessity. It's, I think of it as a necessity because it helps me center and it helps me just deal with everything else going on. But when it's something related to family or job, you know, sometimes you just have to play, do something else to play games. And there are other, other things you can do, like me you know, finding the files to get a a copy printed of of uh, Glory to Rome, learning various games, watching videos, building inserts, uh, or playing games online, or hooking up with, actually building a group of people, or you know, you can you know hook up with other people and 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 find out what's going on with them, or find people in your area that are you can put together a group, and that's another thing we'll have a chat about because it's something I've done in the past. Uh, is put your people together. The other thing you, that 
is very important to remember about games it's a little bit like martial arts it's always going to be there um, games don't age you know it's not like you miss game of thrones and get to see it two years later at which point everyone knows what happened um you know board games will be there if you pick up a game that's five years old it's been sitting on a press it's still good mm-hmm. it mightn't be as good as a game that does the same thing but it's still good and still playable so- um, Unless the app is gone, yeah. <laughs> well, it it also could be my copy of Tammany Hall that's still in shrink. Tammany Hall is sitting up in my press and hasn't been played in a couple of years, and it's going to be dragged back out. Great game, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good game. I I need to yeah. get it out. Anyway, guys, uh, so thanks very much uh, for listening to us and listening to our little reboot here. Um, and we are going to work very hard and diligently. Now that our lives have settled down a little bit to... Not me. Well, my life settled down a, little, a lot. Uh, we're going to be trying to do this at least once a month, hopefully more, but we can't mm-hmm. promise that at the moment. And as always, uh, we can be reached at, through various social sites and email and other electronic media. Uh, I can be reached at philip at genericboardgame.com as well as on Twitter with the at sign boardgamerabbi. Where can they reach you, Vic? If they just look for NaveCon. Um, and but that's with a K-N. K-N-A-V-E. <laughs> um, the, uh, and shoot me a message there on Facebook or um, on the, you'll see links on the website for NaveCon.com. Um, I'm always there. I'll get your message. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm always interested in having a chat and I'm always interested in meeting new people that are, either into gaming or starting gaming or gaming's our thing. Absolutely. So always game. I think that's going to be our new tagline. Instead of play a game, always game. Always be gaming. ABG. ABG. Always (laughs) be gaming. I think that's our new tagline. I'm going to use that and we're going to write that down and make t-shirts out of it. Yeah. So, so with that, I want to thank you very much for everybody who's come back to listen to us. I want to thank you, Vic, for being patient as I've gone through this uh, rough period in my life and my family's life. And uh, always be gaming. Yeah. I'd like to thank you, Philip, for uh, coming back and, you know, working with me again. And it's, <laughs> it's always good. And uh, we always have a laugh. Um, sometimes online, you know, <laughs> during the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, look, we're going to do some more. We have a few ideas. We've always had a few ideas, and now we have more. So we've got a little bit of time to build it up. Um, I'm looking forward to doing them. Uh, me, I, we can me as well. Stand each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to be point, over in Europe at some stage, and you know, yeah. Well, we, at some point, fun. we have to meet face to face. I mean, that, absolutely. That, yeah. That, that's exactly it. This is a filter that you're seeing <laughs> on the video. Yeah, nobody can look this good. Um, so, yeah, come here. Listen, it's great talking to you. Let's have a chat uh, soon. Let's do another one and let's get this out there. All right. Take care. Always be gaming. Always be gaming. Take care. <laughs>